His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. How about that USC basketball coach, Don Staley, huh? Dawn is amazing. Now, not only is she an American Basketball Hall of Fame player and coach for USC, she's a three-time Olympian and an Eagles fan, and she posted this on her Twitter after the game's uh, win last night. And you go, Coach Staley. She is in a hotel room, and then she runs out and goes up and down the hallway after the Super Bowl last night. People coming out of the rooms going, what in the world's going on? And it's Coach Staley doing a celebration in the uh, hotel hallway, which is amazing. She's in Mississippi because the Gamecocks are playing Mississippi State tonight. It's a big rematch. So may we all be running the hallways tonight after USC wins. Yeah, I'm sure people in the rooms are enjoying that as they're trying to fall asleep. <laughs> it's like after the big game, one lady said, oh, don't worry, you're not disturbing me. Mornings with his morning crew. Today is the day that you can begin a cool journey to being a star for the day. You know, the whole red carpet thing that's coming up now. Bart Millard, who is the lead singer of uh, Mercy Me, did this huge song with Mercy Me, I Can Only Imagine. His life story leads all the way up to that song, which is absolutely amazing. Dennis Quaid stars in it as his dad. Uh, let me see. There's uh, Trace Atkins. Priscilla Schreier is in this movie. It's really... Stop that. Sorry. It's Sorry, really what? touching. Yeah, I have a, like a, a five-second bit part in there. Yeah, but the whole That's movie it. builds up to that point. You're right. It's amazing. Yeah, right. A little <laughs> a, a little cameo. You see me walk by down the road or it's something like takes, that. It's all it takes, man. It's all You're it takes. right. So, Jim Mann is going to bring you to the red carpet program premiere of I Can Only Imagine that's going to be at the end of the month in Nashville, Tennessee. Gaylord Opryland Hotel is where you're going to be mm -hmm. on the red carpet. And we need you to be our correspondent on the red carpet of I Can Only Imagine. Yeah. How cool is that? So imagine being a star for a day and all you have to do is just upload a minute video showcasing your interview talents. And don't worry, when you're at the red carpet, Jim's got all these tips for you. It's going to oh, be amazing. You don't need to know anything. He is a high-class executive producer for a reason, and you'll learn that coming up at I Can Only Imagine. <laughs> and I live on the red carpet. <laughs> With all the paparazzi. Yeah. So think about that video. Upload it at hisradio.com or just text the word STAR to 800-447-7234, and you can imagine being a star for a day. Mm -hmm. Get it? I Can Only Imagine? Oh, my goodness. The whole thing, yeah. Oh, he must be in the movie. Hmm. <laughs> for five seconds. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Well, let's talk about beagles. That's a good subject for Monday. It's a beautiful thing. Honey the beagle, in that, uh, is to be exact, it, he was uh, a little overweight, um, like uh, by 40 pounds. Holy cow. I know. How in the world does a dog get that Beagles big? are not that big of a dog, but this poor beagle was 68 pounds and... Uh, the owner was an elderly woman with dementia, so they're thinking, uh, and I know this very well because my mom is like this. She forgets what she does, so they're thinking that the the owner just kept feeding it and thinking, oh, did I feed did I feed little honey? Oh, I get that, so yeah. Honey ate all day long, apparently. <laughs> Happy honey. And it was in a bad way. So he was dropped off at the SPCA 
to be put to sleep, actually, to be put no. down because it was so fat, it couldn't move. Uh, it was just in bad shape, bad shape. But no, no, they said, okay, well, thank you very much. But they, they treated Honey the Beagle. Got some exercises. In fact, they gave it to Sue, who's a dog foster, a volunteer dog foster, and uh, went to um, uh, work out like twice a week at a rehab place and doing the water uh, treadmill thing. Mm -hmm. And of course, obviously, watch the diet, meds to help the thyroid issue. Had a little thyroid issue, but uh, Sue gives us a good report. I was amazed at how fast it happened, um, and I gotta say it was mostly her. Once she was in a home and able to move around and that, she just went. Lost 38 pounds. Oh, that's great. 38 of the 40. I need to go on that dog diet. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, and so now the dog is happy and uh, we'll find a new home soon. More than just pretty voices. Got freak, man. He panicked. <laughs> because he lost the engagement ring. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that means to Penny. It's nothing that he really saved up any money for, but his future father-in-law gave him the grandmother's engagement ring. Okay, We're talking, that's worse. I know, right? Ouch. So he was just waiting for the right time to pop the question, so he did the right thing. He got it into a local deposit box, you know, one of those safety deposit boxes at a bank, until he planned to move to California. So he got it out of the deposit box, put it in a little Ziploc bag, put it in a backpack, and then when they moved, he lost the backpack, lost the engagement ring. So here's the thing. He had to go and pick up his future father-in-law from the airport who was coming in town to visit to see how things were going with this whole planning of the engagement. And he had to tell his father-in-law, dude, I lost the ring. My stomach hurts. As he's in the process of doing that, they're driving down the road and they see the sign on a telephone pole that said, engagement ring found. What? He thought, I'm just going to call it. Turned out to be the engagement ring. Oh, wait, did he already tell the father-in-law? Yeah. Oh, what anyway? I know, <laughs> right? So New Year's Eve, he did pop the question, and she has Grandma's beautiful diamond engagement ring now. Oh. I know. That does really hurt, doesn't oh. it? Yeah, the father-in-law will never let that go. <laughs> no, and neither will she. His morning crew. I don't know if you've ever gone through situations where you just feel like you're being beaten up and there is just no worth on just walking another step. You know, I have to wake up in the morning and think, I got to keep God first. Dude, I make so many mistakes. I hit the feet to the ground running. And if I don't put God first, I make stupid errors. You know what I mean? But in Psalm 5, verse 3, it says this in our encouraging word today. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests before you and wait expectantly. That's Psalm 5, verse 3, our hashtag encouraging word this morning. His morning crew. Hey, Michael got home. He opened up the mail. And he saw, hey, he got some unemployment for Ryder in his home. You see, uh, Ryder is his German shepherd. And he thought, wait, what? Um, this is a dog. Why is the Michigan Unemployment Insurance Agency wanting Ryder to have unemployment? Well, Michael is the owner, of course, and he spoke with WZZM in town. Saturday morning, I checked the mail in my office, and I noticed a 
a letter from UIA. So I opened it up and saw um, my dog had been approved for unemployment benefits of $360 per week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why not? I know, right? Well, uh, the, insurance, or the, the agency said, this is a mistake. We're not going to let Ryder have $360. Oh, man. Ryder doesn't work. <laughs> Ryder has never worked. What? Ryder is his pet. German Shepherds, they get jobs. Uh, well, yeah, they do. So, there you go. <laughs> but not his. It's because he's German, isn't it? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so, it was a mistake, and uh, things are going to be okay right now. Okay. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Rob's Big Losers is going on strong, and Leslie Knox with the YMCA of Greenville has put together these at-home workouts for our at-home RBLs, Rob's Big Losers, as well as anybody who wants to start their own journey. So, we're in the second week week of Rob's Big Losers, Leslie. How are things progressing along with some of the people that you've seen a part of this 12-week journey? They are progressing great. I got to spend some time with the at-home group on Saturday morning, and they are ready to go. They are doing the workouts. They're enjoying them. I've even had a lot of people reach out to me from the upstate asking for the workouts and where they can find them. So it's been pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, which is cool. You can text the word WORKOUT to 800-447-7234, and you'll see the workouts right there, 800-447-7234. Or just go to hisradio.com, click on Rob, Allison, and Jim, and you'll see this week's workouts there, which Leslie has put all those together. Motivation is a big part of this whole journey, Leslie. And I know that when you get into the second, third, fourth week, motivation kind of drops a little bit. So how do you keep the mojo? Well, that's, you want to link it to something that you value. I'm sure you have a lot of people ask you how you stay motivated because you've had an incredible journey. And so the thing to do is to find something that you can um, link to your value or your value system so that it becomes automatic, basically. And you, cre you start creating habits. The unfortunate part is that we are not motivated when it comes to our healthy lifestyles. And so if you can link it to your value system, you're going to be more successful. Research is finding. How about the whole diet thing? Because people seem to find failure in diets itself. Well, you know, it's interesting because if you recall, we had a lot of our RBLs say one of the main reasons why they wanted to do this journey was because they wanted to stay around for their families, you know, play with their children, see their grandchildren and that sort of thing. And so when they can link it to something like that, that's a value to them. Um, they can, they'll find that meal prepping, go into the grocery store making healthy choices and we're already seeing it through our facebook pages and our posts which is great that they start taking this a little more seriously and they start being more conscientious about what that looks like for the long haul now here's the thing when you go to our website at hisradio.com you'll see leslie's workouts that you can follow right there at hisradio.com and you can follow the rbls the rob's big losers blog posts and help them along their journey by giving them some encouragement they'll even inspire you leslie knox from the green YMCA. Thank you so much for the time this morning and uh, definitely helping out a lot of people with Rob's Big Losers. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. See the Super Bowl. You know who won, even if you didn't see the Super Bowl. It's all over everywhere that the Eagles took that thing. But the MVP of the game 
Foils, the quarterback? Dude, this guy is amazing me. I don't know if you've ever seen his Twitter, but he says this right on his Twitter account very boldly. Believer in Jesus Christ, husband, father, son, brother. Doesn't even say anything about football there. Isn't that cool? So after his football career, here's here's what he says he wants to be. A youth pastor. He wants to be a pastor to youth in high school, which is amazing. Even after the game last night, he said this at the press conference. There's a time where I was thinking about hanging up the cleats. And, you know, I think as people, you know, we deal with struggles. And that was, you know, a moment in my life where, you know, I thought about it and, you know, I prayed about it. And, you know, I'm grateful that I made the decision to come back here and play. Um, You know, I wouldn't be out here um, without God, um, without Jesus in my life. I can tell you that first and foremost. I don't have the strength to come out here and play this game like that. Um, and that's a everyday walk. I mean, we have struggles as people, and uh, you know that's just been my rock and my family. There's the MVP of the Super Bowl talking boldly about his faith. At the beginning of the season, uh, one of the Eagles, uh, Marcus Johnson, he posted a photograph. They're all in a hotel pool doing a baptism, and Foles was there, a part of that baptism as well, just helping to mentor these guys. An amazing awakening that's happening within the Philadelphia Eagles. You think you'll have trouble finding a church that'll take him? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. As long as he keeps solid, yeah. and whenever he says, okay, I'm hanging up the uh, the cleats here, I want to be a pastor to high school students. Yeah, he's got a good resume. Super Bowl MVP. Is mm-hmm. his, you don't see that a lot on youth pastor uh resumes but but uh fortunately they don't have to match his salary so yeah it'll be fine. and this guy's the real deal too yeah he is loving jesus like that out loud that's amazing his morning crew let me tell you about uh, zach ertz who is a part of the philadelphia winning super bowl eagles this guy turns out to be a man who really stands for his faith and the team has made that huge impact on him. He was on Sports Spectrum. They caught up with him, did an interview right after the game last night. And this is what he said. I was pretty much envious of them. Uh, so they kind of continue to push me in ways to grow in my faith. Uh, I got baptized this past off season in California before my wedding uh, with our pastor that did the wedding. Um, so last March is when I ded- truly dedicated my life. Uh, The best thing that ever happened is faith in Jesus, man. And he also said that it was uh, his goal now to help make disciples. That's a big thing. That's his number one priority in this life. Football is a secondary thing to him now. Exactly. I mean, football is just a game. And it's fun for those mm-hmm. who love football and Super Bowl, obviously the big thing. But it's all about the character of, of uh, some of these players and how they've turned their lives over to Jesus. And they're living it out when they have the opportunity. It's a huge platform. Yeah. Them, obviously, Super Bowl, most watched thing ever. And uh, able to talk about their testimony in front of gazillions of people. It's amazing. Well, and I like that they took the opportunity to do that. Because they know that they were sitting in front of in these press conferences, in front of millions of people, big-time sports editors, big-time uh, you know, ESPN, Fox Sports, all mm-hmm. this stuff. And they were bold enough to say Jesus. And most players say, you know, I, I like to thank God. But, I mean, they pinpoint it down to Jesus uh, accepting them, mm-hmm. accepting Jesus into their hearts. I mean, just... There's no question about it. Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. I just saw this on the Forever Family feature on WBTV. They talked to an organization that's called Least of These Carolinas. 
We always make sure that we give our kids not just what they need, but also what they want, because what they want is to feel normal. And we always put the child's name on the front of the bag because that's one thing that hasn't been taken from them is their name. Statistics say that these children won't survive, that they'll be in jail or they'll be on the streets. And I just, I'm not going to accept that. That's not their future. It doesn't have to be. Not if our community can come together and support them. They were talking to Susan Cavanaugh, who is the director of Least of These in the Carolinas, which they're impacting so many kids in Gaston County and throughout Charlotte, the Queen City. So the bags that she mentioned are called a bag of hope. And it's a duffel bag that they will put their name on the front of it, not just like on tape or anything, but they actually embroider their name. And a list of items that they want or need are on the inside. Age-appropriate Bible, they also add to this, which I think is just so cool that they're making sure that Jesus is a part of the way that they reach out to these kids who need a place to stay in a foster home. I love it when people go out of their way to make others feel important, mm -hmm. which obviously foster kids need to feel wanted and important and they're looking for volunteers, too, to help them put these duffel bags together. So way to go, least of these Carolinas, making an impact like you are for kids that need a forever home. His Morning Crew. If you don't know this, Jim and our producer has a strong feeling for cats. And from time to time, he gives you a cat story, just like today. This is one of those times, Rob, I'm going to talk about a cat that uh, our friends Andy and Jessica, lovely little couple, they went into like a mom and pop store, uh, were looking around, but they saw this cat in, in like a little little cage and uh, found out it was up for adoption. So they opened up and just, you know, wanted to pet the cat, because they're cat lovers. This cat jumped on her and hugged her like a little human baby, like with his arms around her neck and would not let her go. It kept snuggling up to, you know, her neck and stuff with his face. Like, come on, take me home, take me home. I'm guessing it worked. Well, she wanted to so bad, but they said they have an elderly cat at home that needs a lot of attention. This would just freak that cat out. Uh, plus, this thing was in the cage because, this thing, <laughs> because it doesn't get along well with children, and they have a little toddler. Oh. So she cried. She literally cried. So hopefully, Good. this cat will find the right home. Well, of course, you know, she put this little video of her holding the, the cat, and the cat actually holding her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she named it Clutch because it would not it let go clutched of her. on her. Yep. Yeah. So she came back and checked it out, and sure enough, her little video that she posted got a lot of people interested in it. And as of January 24th, it's adopted. Little Sweet. Is adopted. Oh, that's good. Holding on to somebody else. Thank you so much. I'm grateful that Jim has these strong feelings for cats. <laughs> and we hear these great stories about cats. Yes, it is beautiful. Find homes. What kind of cat? Oh, we can't hangs see out it. Alice is not house? here. House, house cat. cat. What kind of cat lead. hangs out in the alley? Alley, alley cat. cat. What oh. kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? He's talking about, if you're new to the family, Allison, who's usually here, Sunset. His morning crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim.